everybody. Welcome. Hi. We did. Hey. We're back. Hey, we're back. We're hey. back. Hey. How is everyone? Hey. Yeah. How's everyone doing? What's everyone's life look like right now? It's cold Miami. and wet. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, it's cold and wet. LA's so gross right now. It's, is it? It, it hasn't it's rained this much in, oh, I feel like it just didn't rain this much in a long time. It's, it's really going to town. I, I like it. I'm a big fan, personally. I mean, anytime it's raining, our house is open. All the windows are open. Because oh, I, yeah. I miss the rain so much. It's very nice. <laughs> Mark, I thought you said whenever it's raining, our house is open. Like, everyone can just come hang out. Come on like, in. I mean, they can. I, no, I mean, just like the <laughs> windows are open. Not like. <laughs> if anybody wants to come hang out, you can come hang out. That's fine. <laughs> So I, this is very tangential, but I just went on the Weather Channel website just to see like what the weather is going to be like. And for some reason, their top story is watch truck tumbles from overpass onto cars below. That, that was doesn't crazy. seem like weather. No, it Did was because it, yeah, it blew it off. The, it was in Santa Clarita. It blew it off. Um, the wind blew up this truck off and it fell onto oncoming traffic. It was nuts. Oh, my God. Jesus. Holy. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. Santa okay, that's weather-related. You're right. All weather-related. Yeah, weather. This is definitely weather-related. <laughs> weather-related. This is like when it rains in Southern California. Just complete mayhem Because and none of you learned how to drive in the rain. <laughs> that was... <laughs> Well, they're from Miller Cal. There's rain up I there. I guess that's they? true. And Southern I mean, California. Rain. Yeah, yeah. It's a, yeah. But SoCal is unequipped for it. Yeah. Un- unequipped. It. Absolutely unequipped. There was a lot of rain in Northern California when I grew yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to fucking so. grow those grapes, man. Grow those grapes, baby. Strawberries and garlic and all that shit. We do, do we do strawberries up there? I thought there was a lot of strawberries in, in California. Is there? We, we do strawberries models. in Florida. There is. We, we have strawberry stands there's strawberry stands in Northern California. <laughs> I know garlic is a big deal. Gilroy. Garlic's huge. I Gilroy drive by is a, the garlic capital. I drive by a strawberry stand on my way to work uh, in Northern California every day. Mm. Isn't it fun to look back at the past to reflect on where you came oh. from? Are you yeah. trying to make us feel like old, Leon? Is that what's happening? I'm just saying it's like it's we're currently in the after phase, but... Looking at the before <laughs> phase. You don't want to get stuck in the past. Yeah. You don't want to get stuck in the past. You don't think if, about the past. Are you about to tell me it. how cheap avocados were 10 years ago? I'm just avocados? trying to segue into the name of this episode. <laughs> avocados weren't cheap 10 years ago, Dylan. Avocados okay, were like sorry. a delicacy 10 That's years ago. That's why we're ago. all poor, because we were all putting them on toast. <laughs> okay, are you about to tell me how cheap eggs were? Because eggs are expensive now. So if you look at, if you look at, eggs were probably about the same amount of money. If okay, guys, it's just expensive, all right? Stuff That's like awesome. that. <laughs> really what it comes down to is we're not making as much money as we we're used not. to 10 years Rel- ago. The buying Relatively. power of the average American yeah. is lower than it's ever been. Plus yeah. the greed of big That's egg. Right, right. So all, big egg. All things have like a big now, like big pizza. <laughs> big pizza. Uh, <laughs> big time travel. Big grocery. Big, big time, time travel. travel. <laughs> Before and after is the name of this episode. Voyager. <laughs> I believe Mark pitched this because it, he thought that maybe it would be like it's a wonderful life situation. Or no, it was. I mean, let's just go with Ghost it. Ghost of Christmas Past. Like, uh, it was like. Um, oh, I thought you were saying it's a wonderful life. Mm. 
No, no, It's a Wonderful Life was the other one. That was the other one that I pitched, Darkling. What's the other one? The Darkling. That's the one where the doctor like hates, it starts hating his life on Voyager and wants okay, to Okay, we'll do that next else. week. We should have watched that one this week. It's the, um, it's well, actually the holodeck is the same holodeck program, program that they the use. On. <laughs> oh, no. The set that they created just for the writing staff to hang out to in. To hang out at the beach. The <laughs> While we're talking about the thing we're going to do next week, uh, I'm calling dibs on not being here next week. You can't. <laughs> you heard it here first, but listeners. can't do it uh, live on the show. That doesn't count. We can't do behind the scenes business. <laughs> no, I'm I banking have, I, mine. I'm banking to, mine. I, I'm going to have like three. You can't, can't bank. That, I just can't no, bank no, 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 no. They, no. No, they don't this, roll over. It's a monthly thing. Darius, that, that means you're going to have like three in a month. That's bullshit, but... <laughs> I'm not going to have three in a month. It's not my fault that people can't record on certain uh, holidays. <laughs> you said so you're, you're about to give us your reasoning as to why you can't be here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just have something going on. Like, oh, I can't okay. make it. You got some stuff going. You like, composting? I'm not, I'm not like, He's yeah, composting. I'm composting. composting. <laughs> <laughs> it takes me a whole day to get to the compost center. They really got to put one closer. <laughs> well, you walk there because you're like, well, this is the only way to make this environment. Of course. like shells and avocado. Right. And uh, I, I compost and a lot of things. So it's like a Santa bag full of <laughs> compost. Of you're course. like, Merry Christmas, garden. Yeah. <laughs> I got you some old onion peels. Yeah. I've got. <laughs> I actually just walk around to community gardens and spray them amongst just all of them. the. Yeah. All the you got to be careful where you put your compost because some guy might walk up and be like, Is, this Can I is have this free? compost? Like, you know? <laughs> you, you, do you need that compost? Can I have it? Can I have that compost? We're doing all of the bits that we just did off camera. <laughs> I know. People were listening just like, like what, what the, the hell? fuck are they talking about? <laughs> Why are they talking so much about compost? <laughs> We're pro compost because here. compost, yeah, compost your stuff. Yeah. So in this episode, uh, a lot of stuff happens. Came out April 9th, nineteen ninety-seven, mm-hmm. and um, it's you know it's I, I guess you know, reflecting on your life is has a, a holiday element to it. I think so. It's end of the year. You know, and, you it's kind of like a yeah, and Kess's choices it's kind of like christmas carol in the sense that like oh Chris sees a possible future mm-hmm. sure and maybe she makes different decisions that lead her to not being on the show anymore and it's not like she's replacing her but it's not like she's a scrooge <laughs> she, this uh, is honestly probably the best Kess episode yeah it's best Kess. well it's because they actually best got Kess. they actually wrote an episode for Kess. like yeah they thought right. about it <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're they like oh her character is like this crazy super psychic child like, what are we doing oh <laughs> why haven't we done anything in three seasons we better do a good episode before we write her off the show um, uh, so yeah go ahead and put your headphones uh, on Put your headphones on. And then go to your compost bucket. <laughs> go to your compost bucket. Uh, open it up. Make sure it's it's getting all nice and mushy. You don't want nice it to be oh. too fresh. You know, you no, want it nice to get and mushy. Jan nice freezes his. For well, the smell. It will get mushy within the next 24 hours. <laughs> and for the smell. Uh, pick yeah. it up. Walk out your door. Get in your car. Put it in your car. Turn your car on. Back out. Make sure you don't hit any pedestrians. And remember that your car is electric, so your yes. your your environmental cost is not as high. But it's, it still exists because it still exists. Pulling, Those lithium pulling. batteries. <laughs> really yes, bad. Yana. I know it still exists. I know it still exists. So as you're pulling out, just remind yourself: there's nothing I can really do about this. <laughs> the planet's fucked. <laughs> 
maybe big Sidebar, compost I will should note figure that their while shit I out. was driving to the compost place, I was thinking like, I'm just one guy. <laughs> this isn't helping at all. That's why I stopped. It's why I stopped um, turning off the water when I brush my teeth. I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> okay. I'm not there yet. And also I still do everything that I'm supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like I would. It, there are four million people who live in LA. There's don't, thirteen million in LA County, and I'm one guy. Don't start thinking like that, Jan. You will go down. You will spiral quick. So fast. Well, I've, I've done tomorrow, it a dozen times. Tomorrow, Jan's like, guys, I'm gonna stop voting. I'm just like one fucking vote. It doesn't fucking matter. In LA County, it's worthless. <laughs> Uh, okay, so once you've had your existential crisis about climate change and our uh, political system, uh, start driving, and then you realize that you're just driving in silence, and you want to distract yourself from the existential dread that is climate change and our democracy. So you go to your phone, which costs a lot of uh resources to build also uh and you feel guilty about that but before you after you do that you press play on your favorite podcast and you come with us on our believe these simulations to be this real much of it is real sir i disengage the safety protocols Not that even a holographic bullet can kill it's all a holographic simulation. Please enter program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. You may enter. Ooh, guys, guys, we laid it on thick there for everyone. We're just like we're just like one of like a million podcasts. <laughs> just like we should just say fuck it. Let's we just should probably just it. stop. Just fuck, fuck it. <laughs> You're just one of a million. Who cares? Mm. Oof. Boy, this episode. Oof. This is what a weird about one, it, buddy. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's just, there's a lot of decisions that were made with Harry Kim. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's just the worst. I just, I think I visit, I gagged, I think. I was like, okay, so I gagged twice. It was <laughs> Harry Kim walks in and calls a woman sweetie. And then I was like, oh, God. And then I was like, oh, no, it's even worse. He's married to her. That's why he's saying sweetie. Wait, did you realize this, like, in the moment when he said sweetie? In the sweetie? moment. I in didn't. the moment. I was like, what is this bitch ass doing just calling this person sweetheart? She's not that young. She's this not a waitress a- at a diner. What the hell? Yeah, she's like the same age. What the fuck? Because, like, his context is all of Tom's weird old school programs of, you know, like. Oh, God. <laughs> and and then they they kind of have some semblance of self realization when Tom just goes like it's even weirder to call you my fucking son in law. That's oh, what yeah. I realized. <laughs> I so didn't realize. Oh. <laughs> you didn't realize until that moment, Dylan. <laughs> I didn't. I was confused. I was like, why do you call her sweetheart? I know that. Like, I thought it was like a uh, everyone on the ship is family sort of situation, and he no. just like overstepped his bounds and was Nobody. just calling this child oh, no, sweetheart. No no, 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 no. And then uh, that happened, and I was like, that's fucking weird. Why? And like, Harry, what be- the fuck? The we- scene before that, I was like, that kid is so old. How is that Kess's grandkid? And then I was like, oh, I guess the the speeding up of Ocampin, but like it's a mix between Ocampin and humans, so they would definitely age slower than Ocampin. They should split the difference. (laughs) I agree. Faster than humans. Yeah, exactly. Their lifespan should be like 
35, not yeah. still 10. Yeah. 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 Not, <laughs> nine years old. It's weird. <laughs> Wait, but then if you think about it, that means Harry Kim's son is should be lived till they're like, what, 50? Yeah, because there's yeah, only yeah, one like fourth mid- Ocampin. Yeah. 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 Should, yeah. How strong it is that be- Ocampin DNA? That's what I want to know. Right, is it recessive? It's like is it dominant? It's like Klingon DNA. Klingon DNA. Those forehead ridges stick it out. They stick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they stick it. Out. Well, the ears stick it out. That's as far. That's what we know. So we are comping ears. <laughs> Except on the babies, because they can't legally put on makeup prosthetics makeup on, a baby. on baby's ears. <laughs> let's talk about. We got to let's do was... the recap so people understand what the fuck we're talking yeah, about. Okay. <laughs> you you want to start it, Dylan? And then um, we'll do Dylan, yeah. Mark. Dart, dart. Uh, let's. I think I ended it last time. Actually, so let's not do me last because I'll go last. Yeah. Well, okay. So Dylan, I'll go Jan, first. Mark. Okay. Okay. Dylan, Jan, Mark, Darius. Okay. 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 Are you Three, ready? Three. Oh, actually, you you just start whenever you want. Yeah. Okay. The doctor has a new name. It's Van Gogh. He's got another one. Uh, he's also got hair, too. And um, uh, Kess wakes up, and she's got long hair also. There's A, a lot of people have hair, uh, and she's super old, and you're like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, and she's confused, and then they jump back, and she goes uh, even f- further into the past. Uh, uh, so, yeah, this uh, goes on and on until Kess finally is able to convince people that she's not a crazy old lady of 10 years old, but actually she's just, she's doing a, a time skip thing because of a chronotron torpedo yeah. thing that hasn't even happened yet, so we don't know what the fuck is happening. Uh, also, uh, she has children with Tom Paris because... Uh, um, because uh, the Krenum attacked, but we don't even know who the Krenum are. Um, and uh, that killed Janeway and Bellana, and so Chakotay's in charge, and Tuvok's number two, and, or number one. And um, so, but then we keep jumping back, and then she convinces the doctor that this is what we need to do. The doctor starts to heal her, uh, and then uh-oh, as, as soon as she starts to get healed she keeps going back in time back in time back in time she's a kid again underground back in time she's a bigger embryo she's a smaller embryo and then she (laughs) comes back all the way back to where she was getting fixed and she's fixed and there's nobody bangs nobody Nobody bangs (laughs) there's implied sex because there's there's a lot of implied sex yeah everyone's still alive like it's it's back basically to present time for the most part i'm really disappointed darius because there was the ultimate sitcom ending where everybody was like, so what did we learn today? And we're like, everything's back to normal. Yeah. Ha, 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 ha. Like everybody has a second. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got to say, when it went back, when she went back to being an embryo, I was like, this has gone too far. Because too it starts far. to make you think. You're like, well, is it just going to go to her being like a weird little sperm swimming to the egg? And then like, it's just too much. <laughs> It's too much. What's Voyager's stance on conception and where life occurs, begins? <laughs> right there. Was she right aware? Cell separates. Well, was she thing, aware like, in the womb? Neurons in the brain of an embryo to be even the baby would be like, oh, it's just the neurons <laughs> and the way the networking of everything works is just. Imagine guests waking up as a baby. That was the funniest part. Is when they like, show like, that shot of the baby and she's like, oh, oh what's up? <laughs> also, also, uh, I guess Ocampins have their babies on their back. It's like a yeah, sack. Two of those back sack birth scenes really <laughs> was too much. I liked that too because much. I'm tired of 
every humanoid having the same um, the same birthing practices. That's I, fair. Yeah. How I get does that. she? Is 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 how it just begs too many questions. Like, how do they bang? How does how you can does, bang multiple ways? You don't have to give birth the same it's way. It's true. They okay. they were asking gay guys how they bang for a long time, and we proved you can just still <laughs> you can do it. You can still do it. Pretty obvious, you know? but like for conception purposes, I don't know. I I just I, I just don't want to think about Tom and Kess figuring out the physiology <laughs> or Neelix and Kess or Neelix. Oh my matter. god! Yeah, I think that was the most jarring thing is is jumping straight to the the birth. But it also, like, it wasn't, like, the second birth where, like, she was, like, holding on to bars and it looked like actually something that was happening. Yeah. But this one, she was just standing up and she looked relatively comfortable. And Tom was like, it's coming. And you're like, what is happening right now? Like <laughs> <laughs> I get At least that it's lay a TV down. show too, and they have to like do dramatic moments. But how convenient for the chronoton jumping to go backwards to just like the biggest moments. Like this is the day when Janeway and Valana died. This is the day Love when it. you gave birth. This also, is the day like, when you were born. <clears throat> so when they do the whole two birthing scenes, like the second birthing scene, semi-normal. The first one they had to like give as much cleavage on her as possible compared to like her mom's birthing scene where she's just like basically all covered up. You're like, what is going on? <laughs> Does Kes have cleavage in her birthing scene? Yes. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. Because they also put the Starfleet badge on whatever she's wearing. It's like the weirdest thing ever. I'm like, like what a is low going cut on? top thing. <laughs> yeah. And she's on a mission. Doesn't make any sense. See, this is she like took sense. she changed because she was starting to give birth and she's like, I just want to be comfortable. <laughs> This is why it's like the ghost of Christmas past because the ghost of Christmas past shows Scrooge all of like the highlights from his youth. And this is what she's getting is all like the highlights from her past. Very true. I made it Christmassy. I'm sorry. I looked at like three episodes. (laughs) (laughs) I made it Christmassy. This was written by Kenneth Biller, by the way. Kenny boy. Uh, he who cited apparently in the fifth season when Jerry Taylor, the showrunner, was leaving, people were concerned that now the the writers' room would be all men and that would affect the, the female storylines. And he's like, "No, man! Like I wrote this episode where Kess is the main character. Like he cited this episode. It's like, don't worry, we got this. I know, I know, God. babes. I know, ladies. I know, babes." <laughs> Uh, I've written some shows. The quote is literally, I've written some shows before and after, for example, that play to a female strength. Oh, my like, God. She pops the baby out her back. It's fine. It's fun. It's cool. It's uh, funny. This is directed by Alan Croker. This is his first of 13 Voyager episodes. Hell of a one to start with. Yeah. It's actually a banger. I think it's a pretty great episode, except for fucking Harry being fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was an awesome episode. I really enjoyed it. I mean, what do we like about it? Is it the music? Too many of my notes said, what the fuck, Harry? Harry, what the (laughs) fuck? So I think I was too distracted by Harry, as well as Dr. Van Gogh's hair. Oh, sorry. (laughs) So you don't really explain. Um, I'm trying to figure out, did he get hair plugs? Like, what happened? He's a hologram. He He just did his program. He could just program his own hair whenever he wants. Does he like being bald, then? I guess. Okay. I think he probably just had a moment where he's like, wait, I can just have hair if I want it. Because <laughs> we know also he's wanted- the kind of narcissist who's actually really insecure is what yeah. the doctor is. Yeah. They so. also really wanted to have a joke where Kess is like, you're bald now. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. 
I think but, honestly, I think the 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 writing writers room process of that is like they're going back in time. But what if we like make it look like the doctor is aging mm-hmm. in time? <laughs> reverse, Benjamin reverse age, reverse like Benjamin buttoning, because like that's how like he looked. He's got like the hair and he looks super young in the beginning, and by the yeah. end he's just like bald. And I love this idea that the doctor's like actively anti aging. Uh, he's Benjamin buttoning himself on purpose. <laughs> Because he's getting more like, and more self-conscious, so he's trying to make himself look younger and younger. <laughs> I love that he retains his his self-glorification. Like, future me did this. Obviously, a brilliant idea. Excellently executed. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like <laughs> He did that multiple times. They should have changed his haircut every every time they jumped. So like one time, he, yeah, like a big like fro a at a certain fro. point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely got Super a long hair. Like, <laughs> I, I think that... I think that a modern take of the doctor would be that he changes who like who major is. aspects of his appearance yeah. almost every yeah. week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh, god. Uh, great great character. Um I also thought uh, my first thought was is this Memento? The movie? The movie? The movie? The Chris Nolan movie? The Chris Nolan movie? But then I thought is this Tenon because she's moving backwards through time. And everybody else is moving forwards through time. So she's kind of, because that's what happens in that movie. So it's kind of the same thing, right? Like a temporal. Yeah, I think a more, uh, a more interesting version of this story is her trying to give hints to them in the past to help mm-hmm. her future self. Yeah. That would yeah. be cool. Like, don't worry, we got this under control, Cass. You've already told us. Uh, wink, wink. <clears throat> wink, wink. Yeah. The. Like a ghost situation poltergeist situation where things are changing in the future because mm-hmm. of what she's doing in the past yeah. or like she's able to jump back um like um what's the one with Ashton, Ashton Kutcher butterfly uh, effect butterfly effect that's the one yeah whoa there's a movie with Ashton Kutcher where you can go back where he goes back in time buddy you don't pole. know about butterfly effect oh that one hold please hold please yeah <laughs> That, that one you need to smoke smoke beforehand and then watch it. Oh yeah, <laughs> it is an excellent terrible movie. Yeah, it is a top five terrible. Oh, it's horrible movie. <laughs> Ooh, this looks good. Um, yeah, it's it's very mid two thousands. Oh yeah, when they were trying to make him like edgy and sexy and like yeah yeah. Um, Ashton Kutcher's not edgy and sexy. I mean. <laughs> I don't think I think Ashton I don't Kutcher think is weird. I think he's a yeah. goof. He's like a giant goofball weirdo. Um yeah. weirds me out. The Krenum, <laughs> I uh, when I saw this I was like, "Oh, the Year of Hell." And then I went and looked it up and um I realized Year of Hell isn't until season 4. And so mm-hmm. I really I really liked that to a certain right. extent. Um cuz Year of Hell is obviously like iconic Voyager stuff. Um but they really broke the temporal prime directive like really, really bad. Really hard. <laughs> but like, is there a temporal like, prime directive? Janeway sometimes really cares about the temporal prime Janeway directive. Janeway really cares. And Janeway was so excited to find out She's what like, the Krenum were. Tell She's me like, about these Krenum. Tell me more. Like, <laughs> tell um, me more. I didn't realize that, that uh, Your Hell is season four. Because while I was watching that, I had the same thought as you, Mark. I was like, oh year of hell cool and then i was like man it would be such a like now 
days thing to do, but it would be so cool in like early episodes of a season to just drop a bunch of breadcrumbs that you then pick up throughout the whole series. It's like, um, um it's kind of like Arrested Development, but yeah. in a serious way. Right. You just do a bunch of punchlines. So now punch that I found later. out that they haven't, they didn't do that till season four, uh, I'm, I'm kind of impressed, but also like they just, they didn't really. They just took the year of hell name and like the Krenum and all that well, stuff. And, oh, well, why in the time the plan travel? Original, yeah. The the plan was to give you guys a meta context was to end season three with Year of Hell Part One and do Year of Hell Part Two as the opening of season four. But there was an audible when they decided to write Kess off the show and gotcha. bring in Seven of Nine. So then they changed the finale premiere to Scorpion, Scorpion. One, Scorpion Two. And then they were like, well, we still got this fucking banger of a script, like this arc, so let's put that somewhere. But I think it's clever that they set it up. I think that's... Yeah. We've talked a lot about Year of Hell already, about how it that should have just been a season arc. A full season, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because I remembered Seven being in Year of Hell, which is why I was like, I don't remember Kess being in Year of Hell, which is why I looked it up. And then I was like, oh, it was in season four or episode eight or whatever, Um, seven and eight, so yeah. Yo. Jay Chataway did the music, by the way. Jay Chataway coming in at uh, I don't know what was this last week. He doesn't. He's just ethereal it was now. I think, now. I think he's coming in ethereal. to the arena right now. Uh, <laughs> Jay Chataway. Jay Chataway. The what? The only Jay Chataway. Jay He's floating in from the heavens because he weighs nothing now. He's an ethereal uh, yeah. being. Aesop's pointed out that in Year of Hell, uh, Seven was the one that dealt with the torpedo. Yeah. Yeah. Good oh, call. that's cool. Good pull. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So they really just replaced Cass. They really did. Uh, just in every <laughs> one to one replacement. There you go. One one replacement. <laughs> Oh, I feel like they should be a little embarrassed that they wrote such a banger episode for Cass and then wrote her off. They Those should be embarrassed that treat. they wrote Cass off the show. Yes, they yeah. should be embarrassed. They should be that. embarrassed that they wrote Cass as a character in general. Uh, well, <laughs> you, because of the age thing, I just making her like yeah. so much of her character. It's clear it's a male dominated writers' room when it's like every pitch for her is like, who does she like? Who likes her? Who yeah. right? like Neelix dating her? Tom is liking her. Like, ugh. Just, I think the age concept is really cool. Yeah. It's just handled weirdly. It's very uncomfortable. I think make it, I don't think make it nine. I think make it 20. You right. can make it 20 and she comes in at age nine. I right. think you can do it like that. And then she has 10 more years to live like that. Don't, when we met you, you weren't even a year old. Like that's weird as hell. But that's how, but I, I think, I think their thought was time is perceived differently so our year it doesn't i think really matter i think i think that really is it was an oversight yeah but they yeah then didn't deal with the ramifications of how how do two different species that age differently experience time yeah together yeah yes which would be a very interesting question Right, Which like didn't answer. Vulcans and, and humans, how did they experience time together? And they never really deal with that in the original series or anything else, but they don't have to because like everyone just gets to be their like 
30-year-old, 28-year-old self, and we're just like, oh, okay, well, I guess hot Spock is like 60. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he really is like 33. Like, he's very young yeah. in, in his Starfleet, like early career stuff. So, yeah. Um, but obviously he's matured in a different way. I think it would, I, I, what I wish they had done more with the O'Compens, especially with Linus, who is, Linus Paris, who is Tom and Kess's child, and, and uh, Andrew Kim, ugh, is, I wish they sh- demonstrated a little bit more, and also with Kess throughout the series, is how they can mature and learn more quickly. Like, mm-hmm. it's just kind of just, like yeah. assumed, but well, I would love to see them like just like with ten data pads, and they're just super able to digest yeah, information, like taking quickly. it in yeah. really fast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Another yep. another thing that Asaps brings up, which is a good point, in the way you could deal with it is not every planet counts years in the same way. So mm-hmm. an Ocampin could live to be ten years old, but their their uh, their like years could be like three years for humans like right what is it nine nine hundred and something days or a thousand days like right like a revolution around their star is longer totally i think i think that's a good point i think generally star trek they they do it so that the translator guesses you know contextualizes like this is it's like she's two years old in human years you know or because like everybody does speak from a human perspective and i think that's got to be a a universal translator headcanon thing yeah but I mean, even Bajor yeah. has twenty six hour days. That's that's a psychotic. little bit different. Is <laughs> he psychotic? <laughs> psychotic. <yeah. laughs> but even like even processing things. Like okay, so Kes can process things. Okay, so Tom is dating Bolana. Bolana gets killed in the first Krenim attack during that year of hell because of Kes. By the way, <laughs> because of Kes. <laughs> She's like, hey, uh, Janeway and Bellana, take a look at this thing yeah. I got on my computer. And it blows up in their face. Blows up in their face. Okay, so during that year, Tom and Kess get together, get married, she gets pregnant, and then has a baby all within still that year. <laughs> like, yep. yeah. So she Tom may process that fast, but okay, is Tom going that fast too? Well, Tom, we know quick. It's Tom. We know Tom. Like, I guess if they were to do it with any character, it would be Tom. Tom would probably Tom move is pretty like, fast. Tom is that guy yeah. that like falls in love, gets married to somebody, like the wife dies or something, and he's just he's like, like, I need love to be a guy. Moves like, in at I the funeral. In just... love. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think I the way I'm sure he did the math, he's like, yeah, like this will keep me entertained for the next seven years, and then she'll die, find some other <laughs> alien babe. Like I can just cycle through. I can do like two or three of these before we get back to the alpha quad. That was yeah. like his trial period. He's like, I wonder if I'd like being married. I can yeah. just test yeah. it out for seven years, and then, you know. You realize he can do it. Little yeah. did he know, like, oh, I should have anticipated that Kim was going to fucking marry my daughter. Uh, <laughs> oh, this Ugh. is so weird. What 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 is what is possibly going through Harry Kim's mind in this moment? <laughs> hey Tom, you just had a kid. I'm going to marry her. Me and Tom are going to be best friends <laughs> forever. Like I could imagine Harry Kim babysitting for them. Oh god, that's the worst part. Her. She was he, born. Well, he wasn't. Because oh, yeah, that was in the, the shuttle. shuttle that was in the shuttle. You're right. But but the, still, the, he's probably like the Godfather. That's the weirdest yeah. thing to me. Is like he's wow. he's Tom's like best friend. Yeah. Tom definitely was like, hey, you want to be like the Godfather of my kid? Totally. And then he's here's like absolutely, absolutely. I spent a, I've already spent a lot of time with her. And then like, hey, Tom, I got something to tell you. Imagine oh, how I want to bang your daughter. <laughs> 
I think so your daughter's super out. hot. I want to ask your daughter to marry me. Sorry, what? what? <laughs> and the thing is, she's twice as old, you know, when the episode starts. She's four years old, twice as old as Cass is at the beginning of Voyager. So she's basically in her middle age by Ocompton yeah. standards. Right. So, like, I get that maturity, but, like, they already have a one-year-old kid, Andrew. Right. right. So that means she was three at the early, at the latest. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just sucks. It sucks the so time, much. It's weird. It. Yeah. I just hate it. Of course they made it hairy too. Like, yeah, you know what? They couldn't have been Vorik. It should have been Vorik. It should have been Vorik. It's like, you know what? We're going to do it. a good man. He's figured things he's, out. You know, they're going to pun far one time. They're going to do it one time in their whole <laughs> relationship. <laughs> that would be so funny if like Vorik just shows up and Tom's like, this is. This is my son-in-law. This is Vork. He's like, hey, don't hey, worry. Pops. He's like, oh. don't worry, sweetie. Sweetie. <laughs> don't oh, worry. No. We'll protect our child. Uh, <laughs> so we were talking about, you know, if an Okapin as a kid with a human is that like, is the age doubled or, you know, whatever. So if it's a Vulcan, is it like quadrupled? So it's just like lives a normal, a normal human life. lifespan. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. <sighs> silly episode. Let's do some, I'm going to do some guest star shout outs here. Okay. We've got an Emmy winner in this episode. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jessica Collins, who plays Linus, won a 2016 daytime Emmy for The Young and the Restless, playing Avery <laughs> Bailey Clark. The Young and the Restless. So, Ooh, soap star. Superstar. Uh, I said Michael soap McGuire star. Yeah. Was soap star? It's soap star? Like soap, soap opera? Uh, yeah. Soap opera, yeah. Soap star. Yeah, so it's like not superstar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Michael McGuire played Benarin, Kess's dad. Christopher Aguilar played Andrew Kim. Um, I can spot an LGBT from a mile away, and that definitely. <laughs> Did you confirm that? That is confirmed. Uh, he, they are married to a man currently. Oh, yeah, cool. Hell yeah! Uh, apparently, this is his first role on a like a scripted show. And he had a really great time. And there's some really fun trivia facts because he apparently did a long interview with somebody. And Jennifer Lean, who plays Kess, uh, was super nice to him. And he said something along the lines of like he was going to be sad about leaving the show. Uh, And she said, uh, I should first enjoy the time that I was spending during the show. And then I would be able to enjoy the memories after it, which thematically I think is really similar to what the episode's about. It's It's very very sweet. sweet. It's also very mature of her. And it seems like the whole cast was just really cool with this kid. And (laughs) he should have been on longer. Imagine being that kid and being like, man, I think I really got a shot of being like a cast member on Star Trek. Everybody likes me a lot. (laughs) He has to be Harry Kim's son though. So I don't know how great that is. That's kind of sucks. Yeah. Yeah, Real bummer. (laughs) Well, you know, there's going to be a point where he outpaces Harry in terms of age and maturity. Oh, that's actually maybe that's the reason they did this just to shit on Harry again. (laughs) Like your kid is going to be more, yeah, more mature than you are. Than you, (laughs) man. It should be noted that Harry does get a promotion in this. That's how many people died in a year. Yeah, he was. He's a lieutenant. lieutenant. (sighs) I don't believe it. I don't believe it at all. Uh, here's a fun quote from Robert Picardo. The side effect of the before and after storyline is that I have a baby in my trailer, which I'm delighted about. 
Because I like babies. <laughs> what a silly man. <laughs> because I like what babies. babies. <laughs> I like babies. <laughs> I could just see Uncle Picardo hanging out, Bobby Picardo with the, with the with babies, babies hanging out. Apparently, he also thought the time jumping element was like sort of like Slaughterhouse Five, which was not my first thing that I thought of. <laughs> That's interesting. Interesting. Uh, going back to guess our shout outs, Jana Michaels was Young Cass and Rachel Harris was Martis, the mother. Hmm. So. Sick. All right. Great Tight. job, everyone. Yeah, yeah. Good job, everybody. Neelix as the security officer. <laughs> How psychotic. Oh, was there no one qualified, no actual commissioned officers qualified? You put the cook in charge of security? My guess at one point, there was, during the year of hell, the entire security team went on a away mission and, and just got died. wiped out. That's got to be the only explanation. Imagine Neelix breaking in your door to your quarters and being like, put your Are hands you okay? up! Put your hands up! Are you okay? <laughs> put your hands up, Mr. Vulcan. <laughs> Harry's Mr. Vulcan. still on the ship, right? Make Harry in charge of security. <laughs> Neelix, why? That is a waste of Harry's ability, though. <laughs> like, Harry is like a wunderkind. Yeah, that's true. He's an ops master. That's he's, fair. He's, I, he's good I that. just love the idea that uh, um, Neelix is going to become the savior of the ship at some point. Like, (laughs) he's going to be the one that like shoots an invader or something (laughs) like that. And then he's going to just rub it in everyone else's face. (laughs) Besides the the doctor, he probably is like the most full of himself, even though you don't see it that much. (laughs) He's the most confident, I would say. Yeah. I did love his reference to when Kess blew out her birthday candles and he was like, that lung is still working great, isn't it? Because remember, he only, she only has one lung because she gave it away. <laughs> Thanks for that lung. It's like, Neelix, you fucking weirdo. Like, yeah. Way to like, twist me. a knife. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm about to die. Uh, it's like uh, dibs on your lung, your other lung. Your other when lung. You die. <laughs> I got dibs. Everybody hear that? Everybody hear that? I got dibs on the other lung. All right. I dibsed okay. it. I dibsed it. Here's the thing. Should Neelix's lung just give out around? I was going to say, is Kiss's lung aging as fast as she is inside Neelix's body? <laughs> just one day, like Neelix has forgotten about this, but he just like just starts dying. He's just like. <laughs> He just like resents as he gets older and can't breathe. He just resents Cass because he's yeah. like, your stupid fucking long guy. And then the doctor's like, don't worry. I have this brilliant invention. And then Neelix does the same thing where he goes back in time over and over again. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And it becomes a Neelix episode. Oh, what a nut. That would be. Neelix's before and after. Ooh, we need, ev- I want everyone's before and after. That would be incredible i want to see it all like the end of american graffiti oh i get what you're saying like everybody has an episode like this yeah 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 that would be great though the end of american graffiti to this episode where like (laughs) freeze frames on them is like they went on to do this (laughs) (laughs) i love that the doctor just literally like toots his own horn every time he hears about how this like invention that he has created he's like albeit it's an amazing idea Great idea. I came up with it. It's got to be good. <laughs> such such a classic. So predictably perfect. Uh, I, I do want to shout out a moment. They do a flashback to when Cass and Neelix are asking to be on Voyager. 
And Kes is like, I don't have time to explain, but this is happening right now. And Neos is like, just stupid. Just don't fucking listen to her. She's a fucking idiot. And Janeway, to her credit, it's just like, hold on, weirdo. Kes, what's going on? What is going on? <laughs> She's very intrigued. You know, yeah. obviously there's a scientist and also like the female intuition. Like it's, it's a really great Janeway moment of like, I need you to stop. She's saying something very interesting and curious. Yeah. Hey, Neelix, when a woman tells you something, believe her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Truly, especially if she's got two year old, like, don't be weird about this. <laughs> God, just the worst. Mm. Um, um, remember when are- Harry banged Tom? No, kid? no, 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 no. It's horrible. <laughs> should, should we archive? That's, yeah, we should get any archives. Accessing Starfleet Archives, USS Voyager, simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. Captain. Hey, guys. How you doing, oh, Captain? Oh, hey. Hey, Bert, hey. McCall. Oh, hey. Uh, these are the reports you were asking for, Captain Space. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, I'm going to have to ask Fork about uh, like where we're actually supposed to be going. Um, okay. But thanks for the reports. <laughs> Chief Engineer Vork? Yeah, Chief Engineer Vork. Weird. Um, uh, he he has a he has a really uh, way better s- sense of spatial uh, orientation than I do. Like if you if you were to ask me right now which way we were traveling, couldn't tell you. We're going towards the alpha. I was going to say probably towards yeah. the alpha quadrant. Wouldn't you think? Which way is the alpha quadrant? Hopefully, um, the way we're going right. forward. Just look That's out the window to look at the yeah. stars to go in that way. We're in so space. We're, There's no forward, backward, up, down. Like we're just in space. Well, there. It's relative. There's relative where you directions. Are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There are. Yeah, it, like, is there? For, yeah, you know, like, for somebody with the, the surname Space, you don't seem to really have a good grasp. You know, you of it. can't help your name. Okay, you can't help the name. Hey, <laughs> hey, guys! Sorry to interrupt. I just hey, wanted Bert. to get your uh, opinion on something because I've noticed something. Sure. I, I want to see what you guys thought of it. Sure. Um, okay. So, like Harry Kim, uh, like had a kid with Kess's Andrew. daughter. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. a little weird. Do we think that's weird? Do we all think that's weird, or is that normal? Is that okay for everybody to do? To have a kid a with, weird. with yeah. Tom's daughter? Yes. I mean, I think it just depends on what that relationship is. Like, it, are they in an open relationship? I, I, I'm just speaking in general terms uh, because some people think it's weird, and I just want to know what you guys thought of it, if it was creepy or weird, because some people it's are It's definitely weird Harry that shit. Harry had a kid with... Tom's kid. Wait, okay. why are you asking if it's weird? Oh no, it's just a hypothetical. Because I just been hearing a lot of people talk about it on the ship, and I, uh, I just don't. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure that it was. I just didn't want Harry to get bullied. You know, I didn't want you him pull, to feel you bad. Pulling a Harry, you pulling a Harry Kim. Are you worried about getting bullied? You know, I wouldn't say that I'm worried about getting bullied, uh, but. To be perfectly honest with you guys, uh, I have, I have uh, some feelings for Harry's second child, uh, and we've been seeing Andrea? each other. Yes. Andrea, Kim? Andrea, yeah, Andrea. yeah. Does anyone else think it's really stupid that Harry named his kids Andrew and Andrea? Uh, I think it's easy. It makes it easy to remember. Yeah. Oh wait, but she- it is. It is basically just saying like. Hey, I I could only come up with one name, and I'm gonna feminize 
and, and masculinize it. I think whoever came up with that name, they probably thought they had to come up with it really quickly on the spot. I think that's, you know, because it was a surprise pregnancy. I remember that. Right. Yeah. Because I was right. in a hallway and I helped, you know, Linus was just like, I, it's coming. And she just grabbed right. onto the sides of the, just the like hallway. Right. That's and the thing. squirted out of the back of her. That egg sack. Yeah. Compton's like, favorite famously have no idea when it's going to happen. It's just no like, schedule. yeah, exactly. It just yeah. happens. It yeah. Just happens. And like for, for, Bajorans, it takes like like nine or ten hours for humans. It's like what, like eighteen hours or whatever. Ocampans, it's like fourteen minutes. Yeah, they do everything yeah. so fast. But that's fast. actually longer for them, relatively. Right. Yeah, yeah, true. Relatively, that's mm-hmm. a long time. How long is yeah. it for Vulcans? I, uh, oh it's just, god, it's a whole thing. You it's know? like a sneeze, right? Yeah, exactly. It's a sneeze, but it's still the lead up and the after part because you have to do all these rituals and you have it's to like, like a month and a half. Like right? yeah, ring bells. And just, and so, like, and stuff. am I talking slower? Are you perceiving time differently than I because you live longer? Like three times right. slower. Yeah, yeah. Basically, I have to. I like. I'm thinking about like so many other things while you guys are talking and just waiting for you guys to. Is the universal translator speeding my speech up? No, that's. It's like it's excruciating to be honest. Uh, but we just learn to deal with it. Uh, so, to, to answer your question, Pert, you know, like Andrea's a year, a year and a half years old. She's uh, she's on the market right now. I, I, I've seen a lot of ensigns try to make a move. So that sounds so weird, guys. It is weird. But if you're if you're wondering if you're going to be bullied, probably. I mean, I'm going to bully you. Okay. That but said, that's more because bullying is fun and yeah. But I bully everyone. So that said, Andrew. I think he's going to be maturing pretty soon. I mean, he's yeah. he's older than Andrea. Though. This is a weird conversation that we're having. I think it's weird. It's I, weird. I, I don't I like putting it in these terms. Listen, what's when your it's... question, Tom? Captain. Oh, I was just looking at the data pad here, and uh, uh, Chief of Security Neelix is asking whether or not he should rotate um, the shifts from a three to a four, um, uh, like shift pattern. Yeah. Yeah. And I was going to see what you guys thought about that. Tom. Like, is that, a, you think that's a good idea? I don't know. Tom, he's asking you. You can tell yeah. him the answer. You're the captain. You're the yeah. captain. I know, but I don't want to make the wrong decision. I feel there's like no wrong, you know, more heads there's is, no wrong decision. More heads is better than one in this situation. You've no. been preparing your entire life for this, Tom, to become captain of a starship, and yeah. you're you're kind of blowing it, if I'm going to be honest. Make a decision. You, every time you come to us and you ask us to make the decision for and then you, we do a vote. Yeah. 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 It's like well, we're the, more, all the more captain. More, I said, like, I, like I said, more heads is better than one. I feel like a democratic situation should should more easily arise um, except and make for better when decisions. When we had to deal with the species eight four seven two crisis, oh, there were so many slowdowns because, because you, were you kept like, asking. Yeah, yeah. you're like, uh, they, I need to go to my ready room, and then you had us meet you in a ready room. When they and, they're stronger than the board. Okay, how are we supposed okay, to deal with that? But you can't. Every time, do you remember that time our our nacelle got fucked by that that comet? Because how could I forget? How could I forget you kept, that time? You kept asking, which nacelle is it? Which nacelle is it? Just look out the window. We were like, look yeah. out the window. It's on the starboard side, and you're like, which one is starboard? You're as, honest. As, you knew what the answer to that was before you were a captain, and now it's like you forgot it. That's like Academy as a, 101. As a captain, you have to rely on the. On your crew and and on the expertise of your crew. Okay, and so I think you're taking this delegation thing way too far. When Neelix was promoted to chief of security, I was promoted to cook. You don't need to be yeah. asking me these things. Yes. 
Yeah. yeah, yeah but- hypothetical situation, Tom. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You're faced with a Klingon warship. They j- uh-huh. literally just shot phasers at you. You got okay. three seconds to tell yep. somebody what to do. What do you do? Yeah. Uh, how? Uh, what's a vote here? No, on raise how, like, shields. No, he just raise the shields. No, just raise no, the shields. It's really easy, Tom. Captain, raise the shields. Because by that, the time, they, it, thanks for the answer. Raise the shields. <laughs> no, see, we're it. dead. We're dead already. We've been hit. We've all died. The mess We've hall died. obliterated. Yeah. I just feel like I want to empower the crew to be able to make the decisions before I even have to say, because let's be honest, let's look at the situation again, okay? Klingon Warbird appears, fires phasers. We have three seconds, right? It's going to take me longer than three seconds to say, raise the shields, and then for the person to raise the shields, then if the person that is on the shields sees that they fired and raises the shields by themselves, and then I don't have to say a word. What, but hypothetically, what if there's an ensign? There just happens somebody's off shift, and there's an ensign. I don't really know what the fuck they're doing. There. Yeah, they're panicking. They're, they're panicking. looking to you. Then, for then we're to dead you. anyways because if I tell them to raise the shields, they're gonna not know where the shield button is. Okay, no, you trained. know what? We're gonna have a vote here. We we got a vote. Yeah. And I, I hate to. You do know, this. this is the one. This is the one time that I'm gonna stand up and say, "No, we're not voting." <laughs> no, no, we're doing I, a vote. I agree. We're, I we're think not we should voting, do a vote okay? here. You want? You <laughs> want the Democrats? We're gonna vote. We're gonna vote. As Captain Space of Voyager, I'm going to say the vote is not happening. Wow, that's very, oh, very nuts. democratic. Of that's you. fucked up. Yeah, that's really fucked up. Are we back under Cardassian rule over here? Yeah. Come on. What is going on? I you can't gonna believe put us I'm in the saying this, but I wish we had Captain Chakotay back. Oh, yeah, I, he was I chill as fuck. Far. Come on, guys. I, I love didn't even know Chakotay was captain. He just still walked around with his first officer badge on. Yeah, that was I, awesome. It Power was move. super dope. It was really cool. He, he was made, chill. He made a lot was, of us get those tattoos. It took a long time for me to get get it removed. That's fair. He put couches in the, on the the deck though, which is pretty sick. I just grew a beard over the tattoo. So I was gonna mm. say something about that. Yeah, you, you look pretty good. Uh, yeah, look uh, like your beard's coming in nicely. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Vulcan beards are hit or miss. I'm uh-huh. gonna say it's a hit. Thank I'm you. I'm gonna say you got See, it. That's what I'm talking about. Everybody Actually, keeps saying like you, you, you feel like are you first off? Like they think I'm the first officer because of the beard now, which wow. is I think. Oh, I think the I think the beard really. Uh, I haven't seen a beard that good since um, since. Uh, uh, oh God, I just haven't. I haven't seen it. He's, okay, he's I'm just gonna vote it. here. I'm just gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and pull this. I think we should vote as to whether or not. Captain Tom Space should still be t- captain. Maybe like an That's honorary captain. I'm okay. I put you guys. I think I'm gonna put you guys in the brig because that sounds like a. Uh, who's gonna cook? Situation. Who's gonna cook your food? Captain? Yeah, we should also vote on that. We too. have replicators. Let's vote on well, if we should go to the brig. Okay, I vote no for. I brig. vote no, no for that. No for brig. No yeah, for brig. So you can't okay. put us in the brig. That's sorry, the yeah, people have spoken. Sorry, yeah, Captain. That's great. As as the as the commander in chief of this ship, I'm going to veto that vote. You, are you president? Who, who votes to who votes to veto the veto? I veto the veto. Supermajority veto, veto. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I, okay. Um, well, you know. But you know, you're <laughs> getting the right idea, Tom. Yeah. Like this is how keep, you should be going. doing things. Keep, like keep spitting them out. We'll, we'll see if we can get on get on the same page. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Should we eject the warp core? Is that no? Veto. I'm going to say no to eject the, the warp core. No. Yeah. No. Well, no to the. Okay. <laughs> Did you read the book? I I sent you a book. Captaining a Starship. I sent you one too. It's called What Color Is My Parachute? Right. It's Earth, Ancient Earth. It's really good. Earth, Ancient Earth. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I appreciate the books and everything. I mean, I I just feel like 
you train your whole life for something it's something that you've wanted for a very long time and then you get into that position and you realize how hard it actually is it's like the dog is. catching the car i get it right I get it. right mm-hmm. right i'm gonna i'm gonna be honest with y'all most of the food that i make i get it from the replicator yeah we know yeah we know uh, it has we a watch replicator, you go replicator taste to it. Yeah, and more we MSG in the replicator. That's why all the like, food's like really tasty. <laughs> so good. I love McCall. MSG. I I ordered a omelet from you yesterday, and you walked to the back of the kitchen, and you just whispered to the replicator, "Omelet." High. The pressure is so high in the kitchen. You just have to make decisions for the whole ship. I have to Wait. make food for the whole ship. What is harder to do? I I don't I don't envy you. You know what Neelix used to say. Uh, if you can't stand the heat, come on into the kitchen. Speaking of Neelix, uh, he's coming down the hallway with Andrea, which is weird on so many levels. So many, so many levels I don't want to think about yeah, right like now. He used to date her grandma. Yeah. That's weird. That's uh, yeah. uh, weird. Pert, maybe now's the time to, you should bully Neelix out of it. <sighs> should I? Yeah. Yeah. You absolutely should. Do it. Hey, shit. Hey, shithead. Hey, come here, asshole. All right, well, I'm gonna go take a shit in the ready room, bathroom. Not in the ready. Uh, room, I veto that. Ready room, bathroom. You can't do that. Veto, yeah, veto. veto it's my it. ready room. You no. can't veto That's me for number with my only. ready room. That's for number ones only. <laughs> um, get your lunch in or lunch orders in as soon as possible, guys. I'm gonna go make them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, like I said, I want a vegan cheeseburger. So I'll have happen. a regular cheeseburger. Thanks. Yeah, I'll get right on that. He's got knee legs. Like he's shaking. Anyways. Oh, God. <laughs> should we? Should we? <laughs> Let's rate this. There's two. Was there two scenes in the holodeck? Yeah. But nine mil- There's two scenes in the holodeck. There's one. I thought there was one. Oh, no. there's two. You're there's right. There's there. at the end of the episode, and then a very brief one in the middle. I wrote sexy holodeck time. It's not sexy, but kissy, every time kissy. I think of that one, I think of a sexy holodeck time. No, all of because all of the people, all the holodeck characters in it are just in like the skimpiest of bathing suits. Yeah, they're suits. like me undies commercials. Like there's that one super jack guy wearing the really, really with tight the cut, speedo. The cutout on the side. Yes. Yeah, the cutouts on oh, the side. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Um, this is Kenneth Biller being like, see, I know how to write lady episodes. There's some hot <laughs> Look how hot sexy dudes. the dudes are. Look how sexy hot dudes. the guys are. Uh, dialogue. Uh, my favorite line of dialogue, which is not good at all, is Chakote at the end of the episode coming in with the lamest joke. Like, you may end up leaving Voyager and joining a monastery. And everybody's like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> like, It really is the lamest joke. <laughs> As- <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. I did. I didn't like like actively clock that, but thinking about it now, I remember when they started laughing. I was like, "Not funny." Okay, <laughs> they it's, really thought that was hilarious. That's what made it feel like a sitcom to me is that they all are just like, "This is not the proper react." It's like an okay. That's like a mid joke. That's like a joke that somebody bounces off of and makes a better joke from. No, that's a joke that somebody makes, walks away, and Tom's like the fuck was that? <laughs> it's like a full house episode. Like, what's like, his fucking full problem? House. Did anyone else hear that? What the fuck? <laughs> this is like a season after the Chakotay Paris feud too, right? Or is it within this season? I can't remember. 
I think that was season I don't know. two. It is a season two thing, yeah. yeah. I do want to, this is completely random, doesn't have anything to do with the dialogue, but I do want to point out that this is the episode before Doctor has a family episode. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. It's really Real serious. Life. I'm serious. I let the episode play a little long and it played into the into the Doctor has a family. That's uh, incredible. That's I great. love that. Um the, I liked that Neelix was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to become a security officer. And Tuvok is like, well, that future probably doesn't exist anymore. So <laughs> maybe, but probably not. <laughs> like, it's impossible. Like he writes a note down, like never, ever, ever allow not. <laughs> Neelix to be a security officer. <laughs> Neelix not allowed. <laughs> Love how much they hate each other. That's all I got for dialogue. Three. Um. Two and a half. Two. You uh, may end up leaving Voyager and joining a monastery. <laughs> Come on, tell us a little bit about the future. It's very interesting. <laughs> that was very uncomfortable. And then, and then I like uh, at that m- moment, Janeway interrupts. And I, I literally was expecting Janeway to be like, we have the temporal prime directive. Like we can't, yeah. <laughs> we can't talk about that. But instead it was just like, nah, like whatever. Like it could be you fun. You got plenty of time. Tell us a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the temporal prime directive. <laughs> oh my God. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Darius, I never got a score from you. I said 1.5. Oh, 1. So 5. it's not my fault you didn't hear it. Oof. <laughs> Ooh. Oh my goodness. Sassy. Sassy today. <laughs> okay. All right. Romance. Tom and Balana. Kissy kissy. That's and all I've got. Kess was still like, oh, but I thought we were married. Intrigue. Drama. Intrigue, She's definitely drama. seen his dick, and he doesn't even know that. <laughs> but she also doesn't see his dick in the flashbacks. And I think that's true. She only remembers what was in the flashbacks. You're right. Right. You're so, right. Except for she only remembers what was in the flashbacks, but there is literally, I think, the scene when she was a child or the one before that where she starts talking about things that were not in the flashbacks. Like she had full memory yeah. of something. And I was like, nah. So nah. <laughs> consensus is she remembers Tom's dick. Consensus. Yes. Yep. It's yep. canon. All right. It's canon. I'm going to say a four. (laughs) Four for Mark. Mm, I'm going to say a three. It was all right. I'll get a three for the same reason. 2.5. 2.5. Action. Zero for me. Zero. Big old zero. Big old zero. Suspense. Is Whoa. somebody Darius, gonna say something about the fucking Darius? Didn't my, Darius didn't give his didn't action. answer. Just doesn't care. Uh, it's not my fault that you didn't have an answer. Oh, yikes! Uh oh, <laughs> some cross zoom tension in here. I'm giving I'm giving action point five because everyone in the background of this holodeck scene is gonna get some action. Okay, yeah. <laughs> hey, like fifteen that. minutes later, there's just an orgy happening. <laughs> <laughs> what happens in Paxow stays in Paxow. Stays in Paxow. I love it. Suspense. Uh, let's get Darius's opinion first, and we'll do everybody else. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
you we need to create a rivalry for this season. There's going to be, this is our Tom and Chakotay, <laughs> right? Darius and I are going to be butting heads throughout the rest of season <laughs> five. Constantly. For no reason. Everyone's like, it's weird. Like, I feel weird about it. Why are they fighting? <laughs> Why are they fighting? Like, what? They were fighting. It all before. started when Jan didn't hear what Darius said. <laughs> and then Jan was mean to him afterwards. <laughs> and Darius was pissed off about it for some reason. <laughs> It's so low stakes. <laughs> I'm going to give it a ones for suspense again, just because of, uh, it's like, is somebody going to say something about the temporal prime directive? No. Okay. Mm, I, I don't, zero. I, I didn't really care. Yeah. I'm going to go with a zero. Um, the suspense, <sighs> the first holodeck scene was the one where she, that was when Bolana she first met Bolana. Yeah. Um, so it was a little bit like, oh, the, the elements are new now. She's not married to Tom anymore. Like, so there's, this is the first like real shift where Janeway and Bolano were back to life. Um, so I'm going to say 1.5 because there was some like, oh, there things aren't normal. Like they have been for the past, like four or five jumps. There's like a dramatic tension. Yeah. And a shift. Just like a dramatic tension. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> A Just dramatic. like in this room right now, there's a dramatic, yeah, there's dramatic tension. tension. <laughs> camp. What's camp? <laughs> a shift. It's a big old five because they're in the tropical scene. <laughs> okay, I like that. I'm going to hold um, you to that. We're, we're going to have to, every time there's packs out, you get a five. Five. Uh, it's it, it's gonna, It was going to be a four, but then Jan reminded me of Chakotay's dumb joke. So it's a 4.5. 4.5 for the dumb joke. Mark? I said a five because at the end, Janeway is like, hey, where everybody's like, like gathered around and like grabbing arms and stuff. And I'm like, what yeah. are we doing? Like, Kes just went through an ordeal and <laughs> everyone's like, hey, pass the champagne. And it's like, what's going on? I also love that her response, like, why not just stay and party? And she's like, if I learned anything, it's no better time than the present. But it's also like, yeah, no, but just for we threw a party for like, you. That's this, what being in the present like, is about. If you learn, yeah. Any, yeah, if you learn anything, no, be, no, no time like the present is like enjoy yeah. what you have. Stop right working you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> more. It would be more interesting if that's like something we learned about Ocampans is that they love to be fastidious and hardworking because it makes sense for the short life. They don't have time. That's never established. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I give it a four for all for the sitcom scene at the end as well. Uh, but I would have given it a three. Stakes, like zero point five, I guess. Like, is is Kes gonna get the information out in time before she jumps again? This is a thing. No, no, zero. And that's more suspense to me. Yeah, zero point five. Okay, computer, what's our final score? Calculating one point eight three. We broke this middle of the road pack. Yeah, this one's. I mean, like, it's not. Shut it not down. Going on here. Yeah, the episode itself, fine. Yeah, the holodeck of scenes in it. Ugh, yeah, that's what I said. Great episode of Voyager. Terrible holodeck. Pretty yeah. bad holodeck. Definitely recommend it though as an episode. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and a showcase episode for for Cass. Probably the only one. Bad makeup though. They gave her bad old age makeup. Um, of course they did. <laughs> It's hard to make a 26 year old or whatever look yeah. like 74. Look like she's 90. <laughs> right. And you can do it with with good makeup.
Uh, they just didn't want to spend the money on it, probably. Um, they should have just done what the yeah. crown does and cast an entirely different person. Yeah. <laughs> That'd been kind of fun. Man. Olivia New Coleman, that shit. So good. Next well, episode. No, it's, it's not Olivia Coleman anymore. Yeah, it's, it's uh, Umbridge. Umbridge. Oh, that's right. Her name. Yeah. And she does great. She does a great job. I feel like they should just old age makeup. Olivia Coleman. I think she could. Well, pull it I off. think what I think like what's her I think what what's her name does really well uh, as an old queen is she definitely feels like an old Olivia Coleman. I don't know how well she does with being the queen, but I know she does well. I'm like, oh, you make you sound and kind of look like an old Olivia Coleman. Melda Stanton. Yeah. Thank you. Um. Yeah, I felt the jump from. Claire Foy to Coleman was more jarring because Claire Foy is yeah. so young. So much younger. Yeah. And yeah. Olivia Coleman is, yeah. And, but there's only like supposed to be 10, like five or 10 years that they, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that's a huge jump. Uh, but they never tr- attempted to make Claire Foy age in 25 years of whatever her two no, seasons no, no. were. Um, sorry. Sorry. Okay. The, the Crown Podcast coming out soon. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, Survivor Podcast, Crown Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Welcome next to the Strike to the Holodeck Network. What's, uh, what's the next episode again? Um, Darkling. Darkling. Voyager. Darkling. Darkling. Season sure three, episode 18. And I that's say. the one you think is more like It's a Wonderful Life. I, I like I said I was trying to fit a narrative, so I don't really know. You know what? <laughs> I read you the have little to take accountability. I, I read the little uh, Amazon summary at the top, and I was like, "Hey, you know what? There you go." Hi, let's do it. Amazon summary. <laughs> uh, what are you watching, Voyager? Whatever. No, whatever you call the summary, the Netflix summary at the top. Paramount Plus summary. Sure. Param- one paragraph. Paramount like, Plus summary. summary. It, it, yeah. uh, the Memory Alpha summary at the top. Mm. Oh, I have. Uh, an issue with Paramount Plus oh, that I'm Ooh. going to say at the end of this podcast, which is coming up. We just got to get all the other credits oh, out. If you like it. this podcast, if you really like this podcast, you can keep us going. You can help keep the ship running. You can donate to our coffee uh, if you so choose. If you really like the podcast, really the best thing you can do is share it with people. Tell somebody that you know that likes Star Trek or doesn't like Star Trek or likes LA City politics or The Crown or Survivor or really any sort of pop culture. <laughs> Uh, and they can come listen here. <laughs> composting. Give us a review. We talk about all sorts of composting. shit. Like composting. Yeah. Composting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We belong to an amazing network called Indiesaurus. You're listening to an Indiesaurus production. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Check out their other content. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got some great podcasts, mm-hmm. and they also have a few Twitch shows. Mm-hmm. So go check those out for sure. If you're a Twitchster. Your Twitch I also forgot to say um, you should subscribe to the podcast as well. You also subscribe. Right, that's a, I feel like that's a given. Subscribe well, to the podcast. If this is a first time listening, subscribe. subscribe. Yep. Um, intro and outro music was provided by the artist Bodyline. Use a permission from the Midwest Collective. Computer voice provided by Verona Blue. Uh, also, if you just yeah. can't get enough, like if you just can't get enough of this podcast, you can join our Discord, which is pretty fun. Yeah. That the links in the description for that one as well. Yeah, and um, to shit talk Paramount Global. Here is my here's issue Darius. with yeah. Paramount Plus. Uh, everyone who has donated to the coffee helps pay uh, for our Zoom account, and um, a little a little bit of that goes towards Paramount Plus. We pay for a Paramount Plus. A lot of a lot of it comes from our own money. I don't want to make it sound like you're paying for our entertainment. I have a feeling um, what this is about. We pay for a non 
Yes. Uh, Non-ads. Yeah. We don't pay for ads. We pay for no ads. <laughs> and Paramount Plus has started to do this thing oh, God. where when you pay for ads, if you pause something, they give you a static ad oh, I've on top this. of your pause screen. Yeah. Fuck that. It's a nightmare. What the fuck? I'm paying not to have ads. This is going to become the standard for all the services. Uh, another thing that drives me nuts is before the episode starts, there's an ad. Yeah, but like, that's no, the I don't ad even want to see that. I already shit. have it. I have Paramount Plus. Do not give me more I'm, ads. I'm okay. Like I don't like it, but I'm like way more okay with advertising for your own thing when I'm paying for no ads, but don't give me a fucking Canada dry static ad on top of my pause. This screen. is the equivalent of like, you remember when movie theaters started showing actual commercials? Like it was yeah. just movie. No, yeah. th- it was just previews. Like, yeah. yeah. Previews. And then commercials started coming in. Right. And I remember our dad just being like this fucking bullshit. I fucking <laughs> can't stand this. If I wanted to watch commercials, I'd stay home and watch my TV. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, this is the TV equivalent of that now, where it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, it, it's it's awful. I'm like, it's terrible. Like, it's terrible. It's it's the equivalent for me of like you buy the Kindle that's cheaper and it gives you the ads sure. on the lock screen, yeah. except for that the equivalent would be I paid for the one without ads and they just added like, it. You know you're getting ads anyway. to it. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, we live in a hellscape. So enjoy your day do. in the Capitalist hellscape. hellscape. We're just a fan podcast, by the way. That's why we oh, hate, yeah. we hate uh, Paramount Plus. So leave yeah. us alone. By the way, I just want to add yeah. one last thing. Sorry, because I, I found this out yesterday. It frustrated me, frustrated me so much. I noticed yes. that like, the sound has been uh, even worse lately. <laughs> for whatever uh-huh. reason, the Chromecast app for Paramount Plus does not s- output 5.1. So it just outputs a stereo, stereo sound to two one or something two point oh, yeah. S- just two so now everything's just f- fucking flat as hell. That and, sucks. Uh, you should I complain don't. to them. Send them a complaint. Well, I, we know we live in L.A. Their headquarters is we in L.A. Literally, just let's just go to Paramount. Letter. Let's go to Paramount. Yeah, it's right down the street. We could. Go I know to Paramount. it's like <laughs> a minute and a half from my house. Yeah, same. <laughs> we could just go there and be like, "Hey, assholes, five one. What the fuck? Five one, five, no one ads. Now. Five one, no ads. We'll just we'll create a five, uh, five, picket one, line. No, no ads. No ads. What do we want? Five, five one. one. When do we one. want it? No, no ads. ads. No ads. <laughs> <laughs> How do we want it? I guess. Yeah. Yeah. No ads. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, folks. Really appreciate it. Hope you guys have a great day. Bye. 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 spent virtually every free hour in the hollow suite and for a while i almost forgot he was a hologram that means the holodeck safeties are off computer execute complete shutdown of the holodeck all holo simulations have been terminated